Hey, Catalyst Crew. Welcome to Catalyst Corner, episode 78. It's Thursday, so we've got GMF 123 Art on with us, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing okay. Good. How you doing? Uh, you know, it's, uh, I gotta tell you, I had to register the car today. Yeah, you brutal. Know, not register it, get it inspected. Yeah. You know, we live in one yeah. of those states where it's, right. it's required, which whatever, you know, it is. safe yeah, on it the is road. What it, is. Right. it is what it is. I was, I was there for three Hours. What? That's crazy. That's crazy, crazy. right? Yeah, It shouldn't absolutely. take fucking three. And, no, and, and there's it doesn't not, even take there's, an hour. There's not a great alternative. It's not right. like, you know, you can go do it yourself. No. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was horrible. That's yeah, a horrible experience. That was insane. Yeah. Brutal. What's going on with you? Well, I just had to uh, go past a five-car pile-up to get here today. Uh People just crap. Well, you got to yeah. get your shit inspected. You yeah, know? you know. So five cars. Yeah, five cars. That seems cars. like a lot. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It, you know, it happened before I got there. So yeah. you know, it took a while to finally get to the scene. And how bad? What? Like a lot of fucked up cars? No, I mean it didn't look like it's that bad. It just looked like bumper cars. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, it's Russia. It's yeah. uh, everybody's getting out of work. Yeah. All it takes is one asshole texting yeah. or watching TikTok yeah. while they're driving. Exactly. Ridiculous. Um. So, let's talk about some movies. Yeah, what, sure. Uh, you know, Halloween season's over. It's over now, officially, know? but, you know, we watch horror movies throughout the entire year, oh, so. Oh, for sure. You know, before we get into it, I read an article on IGN the other day. Yeah. Talking about how horror is the most important genre. Really? Because it's generally the one that pushes the boundaries the furthest. Sure. First. Sure, that makes and sense. And then as... You know, these big, bigger studios and things of that nature kind of see where the line is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they'll, they'll adapt accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. I so can see that. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, that is. Generally, IGN, you know, they're yeah, very, they, very yeah. hit or miss. Right. But uh, every now and then there's a there's a gem in there. Yeah. So I like to give them credit when they, you know, when they when they nail it. Right. Um, I actually want, I caught, someone sent me uh a little teaser. Oh, okay. To uh, a film that you and I both oh, love. Oh, I know what's coming. Uh, the old Terrifier oh, 3. So good. Did you see the so, teaser? I did. Wow. I did. Oh, man. Art in Christmas. The, oh, I don't know. what Christmas like, season oh. art. Yeah, in the Santa Claus oh, suit. It looks so good. I cannot wait. Yeah. I mean, they had the re-release in the theaters of Terrifier yep, 2. Yeah. I didn't go i don't even i don't even know no, if it was it, around it, here or I not think boston but, was the closest yeah, one. was it yeah but they they unveiled the teaser there oh okay with the promotional post you see the promotional posters yeah, that went along yeah, with yeah. it it looks so good it it really does and i i know damien leone was saying that um he's gonna cut it down a little bit he yeah. doesn't want it as bloated as as two sure but he's Pushing the boundaries with yeah. the gore, Ugh. which you That's uh, again, what you want. yeah, it has to be so over the top. Yeah, I mean, or else it doesn't work. Right? Yeah, you can you can cut down on some of the story. And increase the gore. Right. And that's all. That's listen, a perfect that's, movie, right that's there. What, that's what I'm there for. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I'm glad you got to see yes, that too. I'm, I'm looking for what is it next year or, or 20? Uh, yeah, 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 20. Yeah, 2024. Okay. Yeah, I'm very excited yeah. for that. That can't come soon enough. Um, what have you seen? What have you been watching? So, you know, again, 
we are, you know, just finishing up the holidays, uh, Halloween holiday season. So, oh, yeah. you know, we're still getting the uh, still getting plenty of horror movies that are available. So I caught a couple, uh, ca- caught a couple new ones. So we'll start off with uh, Creep Show, Origi- the original Creep Show. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that is. I I enjoy that one. So I what, try to what, catch what that are the every three year. On the because the Creep Show two has like the the blob yeah. and like the. So this is the one had right? Stephen King right where he, oh, uh, where he turns into turns the... to like that yeah the alien yeah, encounter yeah, the plant right guy with the or plant, right yeah. and this had the the that's Leslie... like Stephen King coked out of his oh, mind totally too. Yeah. totally yeah. yeah yeah and my favorite one is the Leslie Nielsen Ted Dan. Yeah, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Where he's like buried up yeah, to his buried, neck, or right? Whatever. And he's and he's videoing it, and then they I, come back. I, I got to tell you, anthology. Yeah, he's a skull. Yeah, <laughs> so oh. stupid. Anthologies are just oh, odd. Like, they are so good. They work so well on Halloween. They movies. do. They, they really, really do. do. I mean, it, you know, and Creepshow is just one of those ones where. You know, that's that's kind of a staple every year. You know what I mean? I like I try was, to uh, catch it as as many times. Or Tom Savini did the special effects on that. Yeah, I think you're right. I With think the you're um, right. uh, the the beast in the crate, the beast in the crate, and right? He also did the um, the the creep. Yeah, yeah. And a little more trivia: used a real skeleton. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why the hell not? Yeah. Why the hell not? So creep shows a good yeah, one. Yeah, so creep shows a good one. The other one I caught, and uh, this is another classic. Oh, uh, yeah. The thing. Oh, great film with uh, Kurt Russell. Great film. Great film. That is that is probably in my top three sci-fi. You know, or even if you want to call it, I guess it is horror. Yeah, right? I would say sci-fi horror. It you is know, psychological. It, it is. I mean, and again, I, I know the special effects don't hold up as well as you'd sure, like them to sure. but just the the paranoia the isolation everything yeah it, you yeah. know you're sitting there at the end he's drinking the gasoline yeah like come on yeah and that's the thing like there there was no happy ending to no, this movie no you know you got the paranoia throughout and then there's no happy ending at the end and it's now like, have you seen have you seen the the new one no so the no. new one is a prequel I heard that, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's worth, like, when I was watching it, I was like, I don't know, you know, it's like a shittier version of, of," because I had heard that originally they had used practical effects, Mm -hmm. and then some prick executive came in and made them redo everything in CGI. So so I watched it, and I was like, oh, it's not the thing. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. first of all, you don't have Kurt Russell, and he carries the movie. Mm -hmm. But then when I, you know, you don't really find out it's a prequel till the end. And, oh, then, okay. and then when that kind of hits, you're like, oh, this is a fucking awesome movie. Yeah, okay, cool. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, definitely worth a, a yeah. watch. But uh, yeah. yeah, the thing is, John Carpenter, man, he's, yeah. he's on the circuit right now. Yeah, he is. He is. He's talking about uh, all of, you know, the great movies he's done. and He just seems like the chillest like yeah. he's just like just leave me alone. Sure. <laughs> I just want to play video games. <laughs> well the thing is I mean he you know he made his movies and Yeah, but he doesn't consider himself like No. No, he doesn't hold himself up to uh, uh the the high lofty standards that he should be and that we feel he is, yeah. but he you know I mean his work that dude speaks is for just itself. Home runs. I mean yeah. you're talking about the thing. You're talking about Halloween obviously. Mm-hmm. You're talking about uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, I love that. Movie. Uh, right. I mean, it's just hit out. You yeah. know. And again, there's some that you know, vampires isn't great. Sure. But it is what it is. Right. You know. Right. I just think John Carpenter is like the dude. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, he he's he's got his movies that are going to be playing long after he's deceased. Oh, for sure. You know what I, I just, mean? I and, just love it. He just like he he got on the talk show and he's like, they're like, oh, you're going to make more movies? Like, I just want to play. I want to play video games. Right. He's like, yeah, I, I made I made those movies already. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I'm, already I'm made good. movies. I'm like, good. I want to play some video yeah. games. I was like, you fucking yeah. crazy bastard. So th- those were my uh, those were my watches. Uh, right. Very cool. What Very else? Cool. Uh, what else did you see? So I I caught uh, I caught three. Okay. So uh, the first one I watched was Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Oh, okay. And how was that? Because I haven't heard good things about it, but I here's don't the, know. Here's the thing. It's not, it wasn't like egregiously bad. Yeah. You know, but what I've been noticing lately is some of these horror movies are just I think the worst thing a horror movie can do is be meh yeah and that's kind of how I so Pets Pet Cemetery started good okay okay it's a prequel right right and I was like okay this this could be interesting you mm-hmm. know we'll see what Judd was up to before yeah. you know Gage right. gives right. him the old snippety do exactly uh and you had uh um Mulder from from X Files, okay. What the okay. hell, uh, David, David Duchovny? David Duchovny's yep. in it, and he, you know, he does a good performance. Okay. Is what he is. Cool, you know, and obviously the special effects are good, mm-hmm. but the story was just very bland. It's an hour and a half. It it, it takes an hour to get into it, mm. and you know, it's the typical bullshit that the guy's son dies, buries him in the pet right. cemetery, you know, and then shit starts getting out of control. I, I was watching, I was like, yeah, it's okay. Mm. You know, I don't think it deserves, I, I know it's gotten a lot of hate. Yeah. I don't think it deserves the hate it's getting, mm. but yeah, it's a pass for me. Like, yeah. I, I'll never pick it up again. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just kind of there. And it, you know what else was in it was uh, the kid who played Elliot in E.T. or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I'm Henry Thomas. About? Henry Thomas, yeah. Yep. He's just doing the horror circuit now, yeah. right? He got into bed with Mike Flanagan. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, and, and obviously he does great. Sure. So that's the thing is that the people that were in it had some chops. Yeah, just a weak story. Kind of. I mean, yeah. I just, you know, again, it was one of those things where I'm like. It's I, just one of those stories you know, that doesn't need to be exactly. told. Exactly. Like, who the fuck cares what Judd was doing? Right, exactly. Like, obviously something, you, we know something occurred, right? I mean, obviously it was right. a. Everybody kind of knows right. that there's Ancient some, burial ground, right. you know, Native American, what have you. Right. Supernatural. And, we, we, we got it. Like, you don't have to go further in right. exposition. And that, that's kind of the thing is like, that's, that's how I, that I think is what kind of turned me off to it. Mm-hmm. Because like the sum of its parts- yeah, is weak. Yeah, but each individual part's fine. Yeah, acting's good. You know, the the grotesqueness is there. Sure, the special effects are all practical. Like all that shit is great. Mm. But the fucking when you yeah. put them all together, it just fizzles. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I'd stay away. No, that's fr- too bad. Yeah, I'd stay away from that one. Um, the second one I watched, which actually surprised me, it dropped on uh Hallow or the thirtieth, was uh, the new Hell House. LLC had I, I told you oh, about yeah, Hell House. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a new one. Yeah, they dropped oh. a new one. Wow. Okay. And, and the thing is, is it's 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 very low budget. It's found footage, right? Yeah. But they they have they they do well. You know, things peak slowly around corners and then mm-hmm. pull back. You know, it it has that sort of it's 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 
half documentary, so it feels kind of yeah. more real sort of sure. thing. It's it's good. I like Is the it? formula. Yeah. Look, good. it rates out the the original rates out relatively high, mm-hmm. and I I don't think, you know, I wasn't I was ready to go for the for the, you know, I bought the ticket again. Sure, rode the ride. Sure, so. Caught that. And nice. then uh, the third one I caught was mostly just out of curiosity uh, was Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. I watched that. Now, here's what I'll say Willie's Wonderland, mm-hmm. much better film. Is it? Okay. Just because, you know, it's made for adults. Sure. This one was a little bit meh. Yeah, I mean, I heard it skews a little bit younger. Yeah, it's weird because tonally it kind of starts darker. Okay. And then it, as it kind of gets going, you're like, all right, this is a kid's movie. Okay. Sort of thing. Yeah. So then once I once I got right with that, I was like, all right, I'm on, I'm fucking on board. Sure, sure. Yeah. Why and, not? And the box office is 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 showing. Well, you know, I mean, and this is the thing, right? And and we've talked about this numerous times, right? Yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's was true to the source material of what it is. Oh yeah, it cover it, it. It stayed very true to the lore. Right. The the characters all looked how they were supposed right. to. Right. Like the, uh, Jim he- uh, the Jim Henson company did the sure the of puppetry. Course. Of course. If you well, want, if you want uh, right, it done but, right, right. But that's what I'm saying is they yeah. at least you know they splurged yeah. for that. Yeah. And you know, but they gave they gave the fans of the franchise something of what they wanted kind of like in the vein of you know when dungeons and dragons put their movie out right it was made for the fans even though the box office didn't do well it was made for the fans it respected the fans it respected the lore you know it it did not change everything completely right like we're seeing and so you know five nights at freddy comes out and you know, and it makes its box office within the first weekend within the first weekend it made all of its money back and turned a profit. Which is good because Bloomhouse needs money right, right now right. because of the Exorcist debacle. But um but on top of that though, you know, you you keep on hearing excuse after excuse of why movies are failing, right? And you always hear, oh, people don't want to come out. People don't want to see it. They're gonna wait until it comes home. This debuted day and date on Peacock. streaming. Yeah. Right. So And it still did 178 right. mil in the box yeah. office. So that's a bullshit excuse that Five of Nights at Freddy. Is. Of course it is. You know, so again. And here's the thing. It got murdered by critics. Sure, of course it, 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 it did. It did three point three on the critics. Yeah. It did eight point two on the audience right. score. Because, because the critics don't like that it's not, you know. Pa- pandering I, I to guess, I guess the that, message. I guess. I, I'll tell you this. I don't know if they, they just missed the memo that it was a kid's movie. Maybe. Because as soon as, like like I said, I was I was ready to kind of bite its head off, right? Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this started so tonal and like now it's... And then, I, then it clicked and I was like, all right, this is absolutely for, you know, tweens and teens. Yeah. And as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I remember a buddy of mine, his kid, um, went as the character... Yeah, one of the Halloween, yeah, uh, maybe Fred, whatever the bear, bear. right? Freddy. That was probably like five, six years ago, right? It's been around for ten plus years, right? And maybe even longer. But uh, as far as when he went on Halloween, but my point is that he was extremely young at the time. You know, I'm I'm talking like a you know 
maybe a, a, a preteen at the time he did this. Right. And so I knew based upon that that if he's watching it, this is made for that general audience, right? So it sure. was going to skew younger. So this is one of those kind of horror video games that, you know, is good for kids of a, a younger age. So it's right. probably not that scary, but for them it might be. And I think that's kind of, uh, you know, one of the problems with critics these days is that not everything is for your grown-ass adultness. Right, you right. Know? exactly. Like, here's the thing. If the kids, no matter what you felt about Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. right, or even Peter Pan, right? right, if the kids liked it, just sure. shut the fuck up. Right. You know, it's not for you. It's for right. the kids. But the kids don't fucking like they it. They hated it. They right. hated it. So that's the thing is that what's, what's crazy to me is that these movies, at the end of the day, right, we're grown-ass men. Mm-hmm. doesn't fucking matter what we think of these movies. They're right. not for us. Right. But, but the pandering that occurs in a lot of these films is speaking to the adult audience. Because the mm. kids don't fucking know. No, they don't know. All they know is shit just got boring because we had to have a monologue about, you know, bringing down the patriarchy or right. whatever the fuck it is. Right. You know? Exactly. And- I, it, it's just bizarre to me. Right. And then we get a Five Nights at Freddy's. And look, I watched it. It was just okay. Yeah. But the kids seem to like it. Right. And it's the same thing with uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, I mean, it was, again, it was okay. There was a lot of heart. Kids. There was a lot right. of heart. But it but it skewed younger, right? The movie yeah. was made, and the kids loved it. The thing went over a billion dollars. As it should have. As it should, because it was true. And again, it was, it was made for kids. These movies are not, you know, made but for adults. Adults can enjoy here's them. Here's the thing. I enjoyed Mario. Sure. More, more than Five Nights, because I think there was more heart sure, in the Mario movie. Sure, but, but what they had was a strong, independent woman in Peach mm-hmm. in the Mario movie. And it was never fucking stated. Right. It was just that she fought alongside Mario and Luigi. Yeah. And it's like the kids dig that, and they want to be Peach because... That's all it has to be. Right. And I don't even know what the critics are complaining about with this movie. Just like, just that it's, you know, again, t- I, I've heard that tonal, like like I've said, tonally it's not, it, it, it doesn't pace itself great. It's very hard for it to stick to a specific tone. But again, you get pulled in by the scariness and it's yeah. a kid and then it becomes, it's like Haunted Mansion, right? Right. It's a kid's movie. Right. At the end of the day, it's a, right. it's more so your meat, kids. your meat is going to be look. It's a little bit scary at the beginning. Most of the meat is the kids' part. It's a little bit scary at the end. You have a decent set of actors. You know, you get the kid from the Hunger Games. Yeah, you have Matthew Lillard, who I haven't seen yeah, in right. ages, but you're going to do fine with him. Mm-hmm. And you have that um, lady from Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember her name. Yeah, but and she she gives a great performance yeah. as well. Right. Uh, you know, but it's one of these things where it's like, yeah, the, but the kids, enjoy, but it's the audience who it's targeted for. And again, if if you are a critic and you don't know what Five Nights at Freddy is, then shame on you because you're not doing your homework and right. you're an idiot. Right. If you go in there blind. But again, if if you know it's geared towards kids, it doesn't matter if it's. But if it, it doesn't it, hit the it, notes for you as an adult, it has been geared. Right, it's exactly. Not like it's, it's that's not new. Right, it's not like they took you know 
It's not like Five Nights at Freddy's was this hardcore horror video. Right. No, it's always right. been kind yeah, of geared towards kids. This isn't the terrifier. Kids. No. And all of a sudden, it's like, wow, that w- that's like a kid show. Like, right. Like they chopped off Art's knees or whatever. Right. It's no. like, no, no. This was always made for kids right from the get-go. And listen, somebody gets bit in half. Like it's not. It's not. Sure. Totally. You know, devoid of. Yeah. Of, it's of, not. Yeah. It's not made for. You know, young preschoolers. I, I, I mean, would say like, mid-teens. you know, maybe 10, 10 to 12. Yeah, the preteen type tween, of. Teen, yeah. You know, early teens, right. I think, are going to have a blast with it. Yeah. but Whether they go to the theater or not. But, right. But again, you know, this movie is doing tremendously well because it oh, is. A, yeah, they're already talking yeah, sequel. Because it's, because it's true to what everybody that is a fan expected it to be. They, there was no disappointment. From the fans in the presentation. They didn't try to change, you know, what the characters were. You know what I mean? So there wasn't any deeper message, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And I I think it just worked. And obviously the audience thinks it works because money talks. Right. Exactly. And again, people went out to the theaters even though it was streaming on the same day. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, maybe you don't have that streaming service, so therefore it didn't matter. But again, this is. But here's but the this thing: this is what you're being told is that that is impacting Peacock. This is Peacock's second video game adaptation. Yeah, this and, year. This year, and they're nailing. Yeah, it. yeah, they're nailing it. I mean, Twisted Metal was fucking awesome. Yeah, they're not. I mean, here's the thing: I don't think that. I think that we're seeing a turn in almost every studio but Disney. Yeah, Disney's. Dis- I think Disney is going to Titanic it. I think yeah. they're going to they're going to be the fucking violinist playing on the mm-hmm. ship as it sinks. Exactly. Exactly. Which is fine. I mean, you know, great. Why don't we cut up all of their assets, give it to the people that actually want to make some good shit? Yeah. And yeah, the world will not be worse because there's no more Disney. No, because they'll they'll be Disney by name. It'll never go no, away. No, the theme parks will always be right. there. And and th- whoever buys it, I would hope has the respect for Walt and what he created to try to bring it back to some of that you know magic. So I do think that Disney will always exist in some form, but we have to get is, rid though? of this iteration. It's more than it, it goes deeper than that too. Because at the end of the day, you know, Walt was a businessman. Sure. Right? But what Disney has morphed into is a monster. Right. Like, you can't... uh, It's $5,000 to go to the parks for three days. Right. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's that's not including, like, flights and stuff. No. That's crazy. No. You know, and, and... Again, we're gonna we're gonna get the uh, the investor call coming up, and I think that you know you're gonna see that you're gonna see that uh, Nelson Peltz uh, Ike Perlmutter combination really go in for a play because they had the announcement today of um, the Hulu deal, right? So the Hulu right, we deal, knew Comcast and Universal right. was gonna push that. So I think that they want to have it done in early 2024, right? They they want right. to have they'll, the deal they'll, they'll done. They'll let them lick their their wound yeah. because I mean you'd kill the the brand if you if you did it to right. them at the end of the year. So you you're gonna have to you know you're gonna have to talk about that on your investment call coming up next week. And right now you're working on the valuation, right? The valuation 
is anywhere from, you know, 10 to uh, could be, you know, depending on what they have to pay, right? Right. I mean, it could be $30 billion. Who the hell knows? Right. But Disney doesn't have that type of free cash but that's the thing on is something that they when have the deal, to pay for. When the deal was made, they did have that kind of cash. Right. And and Hulu's valuation was much lower. Right, right. Now, in, in the subsequent years, Hulu has become a very profitable streaming service. Yeah, I think it's number three. Yeah. And so their valuation is much, much greater than when they put the preliminary numbers together. So, you know, they're right. An, and they, they didn't settle on a figure. No, they just said, here's kind of where the, the, the floor is right now. Right. At like eight, eight billion. Right. It could go anywhere. But we'll 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 start at eight billion. Right. And go from there. Now they're talking like 30 to 50 billion, 50 billion. I don't know. I mean, they're going to have to borrow, I guess. Sure. And they think that they have the means to and they probably do. For sure, but I mean that's a lot of right. Listen, that's a lot of debt to be taking on after the amount of hemorrhaging you've mm-hmm. done. Right. You know, you, the 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 damage to the brand at this point. Yeah. I mean, I, if I'm a if I'm an investor, or even if I'm a lo- someone who has the ability to loan, mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking at that and going, I don't know if this is a good investment. Right. And the thing is, you you know. Disney has no choice. They have to do this deal. Right, this they is, have to buy Hulu. Right, they have to buy it. They have to buy it come the but beginning this is, of 2024. This is, this is where you see Iger as a CEO's true failure. Right. There was no fucking reason to make a separate streaming platform in Disney Plus if you were going to be forced to buy the majority of Hulu. Right. And and again, you knew this. This was set in motion before Disney Plus. So right. it's not like you didn't know that this day was coming. You knew that you were going to have to buy Hulu in total from Comcast in 2024. The only thing that you didn't know was what the value was going to be. That was right. the only thing that was unsettled. But all you had to do was buy Hulu, rebrand it as Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and you're done. Right, exactly. You, you know, yeah, you had to spend the, the money, you know, you had to spend the big lump sum, but you didn't have to create your own streaming service. Right, right, exactly. All, all the deals would have already been in place. You, mm-hmm. you would have been able to add a massive library to Hulu yep. and then boost Hulu numbers. Right. But instead, you did this asinine move where you're like, you know what? No, no, no. We're going to make our own stream. Like, what was the fucking thought process behind that? The thought process was that where everybody was trending and you just wanted to make a big splash with your investors. You, Everything that they do is to try to please the investors to make the stock go up. Every announcement they make is, is so short-sighted. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it, like, when you actually get into the decision-makings that these mm-hmm. guys are doing, the fact that these, like, I don't know how these companies manage to run. Yeah. You know? Like, you're making decisions with no, like, foresight at all. No. No, they don't, because, you know, the thought is always it's going to be the next guy's problem to deal with. I'm going to do all this. You know, it was supposed to be Chapik's problem, but he was so bad. Right. You know, that he got himself out. He's probably thrilled that they fired him. Oh, I'm sure at this point he is, because 
this this was a mess that he had no because no. again listen this was all day, put in motion before right. he got that this, job this was this was a mess that that maybe a better a better ceo could have fixed but i don't think chapik caused it no no the one thing though that i think that chapik could have done is he he should have done a better job at keeping the costs for the park in check in trying to keep that as profitable as as could possibly be because then you could have you could have weathered the storm of all these the, you know the streaming service failure the cinema failure you could have still right, as long as the parks were right. still churning but because he because he let the parks you know get so extremely expensive well he where was he, he, he was made panicking where, he was panicking because they got shut down right right so yeah so, so he tried to make up the money by the thing aggressively is, raising the price the thing is is that is that you know they got shut down mm-hmm. for for six months right or whatever it was yeah, whatever you're talking about a huge operation yeah, just coming to a standstill. Yeah, it's not like, it's not like, the lights don't have to stay on and the electricity doesn't have to be paid or anything like that. Sure, it was it was hemorrhaging money, like the yeah. lights that we've never seen before. Right, but I also think that they could have found a way with working would, with the government a, to yeah, get the money back. Right, they could have got some loans. Not even loans. They would have just had or debt forgiveness. Right, a megacorp. For, right, exactly. Debt forgiveness programs. Whatever it was, right. they could instead, have weathered that storm. Instead, this idiot was like, you know what I'll do is I will raise the prices of everything, mm-hmm. make the fast pass go away, yep. turn it into the genie pass, which mm-hmm. sucked. Nobody right. liked Nobody. it. And as a result... <laughs> They put out that fucking failure of a hotel, mm-hmm. right? Five thousand dollars for a time, fi- right? For a weekend, for a weekend. What a failure that yeah. was! Yeah, and and then absolute failure. And again, where the parks are at right now is, you can come if you got five grand for a family of four for three days. Right? Who the fuck want? Like, look, it's hot in Florida, or even California. Like, who the fuck is going to spend that kind of money? Right. But you know, here's the thing, though, and and, and I'm so tired of hearing that. Did did Florida and California all of a sudden get hot with you know we didn't notice like when no, no, when no. were they not hot? Listen to my point though is that when it was when it was eight hundred dollars to go, you deal with the hot. Oh no no but, but what, it's five grand. Right. I'm not gonna go fucking boil in the Florida heat. No for no no. Five but what, I'm, what, what I'm saying is they're using that as an excuse of why the parks are empty, and I'm like no, the parks aren't empty because of the heat. The heat has always right. been there. When the parks were affordable, the, people the, put the up price, with the heat. The pro- right. The price that you have to stand in the heat is now the difference. Right. If you're spending eight hundred dollars, you'll deal with it. If you're spending five thousand dollars it better be in screw a dome. You. It better be in an right. air conditioned dome at exactly. five thousand dollars. So you know right. you you're you just again you keep on making excuses. See what it is is it, they, they try to they try to simplify this complex thing, right? They do it with every every facet of their mm-hmm. business. The heat is a factor. Sure. But it only becomes a factor when the price gets to an unbearable point, when yeah. you say to me it's it's a thousand bucks for an entire week for a family of four, I'm gonna tell my kids to shut the fuck up, smile, put your fucking mouse ears on, and deal with the heat. Mm-hmm. But when you tell me I got to take out a second mortgage, right, to go for seven days at Disney World, yeah, 
I'm not going to go. Like the heat is unacceptable at that point. Yeah. But, and that, that, but that's just one of many parts. Right, right. And then, you know, like we just talked about, you want to go to that galactic star cruiser hotel for $5,000 for the weekend. I'm going to go there. Oh, so I, all right. Well, all right. Let me see. I get to hang out with Luke. No. Han. No. Princess Leia. No. Chewie. No. Who do I get? Well, you get Ray and you get Finn and you get Rose Tico. Like, what? For five thousand, I wouldn't pay five hundred dollars for that, let alone five thousand dollars for that. The thing is, is that the people that have the kind of money to do that are fans of the original trilogy. Of, of like course, like the only way you're going to sucker those that that type of people in is through the nostalgia. Right, exactly. You're not, you know, they want like even to if, feel listen, like you're a part even, of the movie. Even if the kids love Ray, right? Mm-hmm. And some Which they do. don't. No, some do. So, yeah, like, yeah, very few. Sure. But, and, and, but even uh, for, for devil's advocate, even if they do, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, nobody's kid loves Ray enough to go, let's go to the fucking Star Wars right. joint. And even if they did, like, the, the payer is not going to, you know, mother or father or whatever is not going to be like, all right, yeah, let's drop five grand to stay right. for three days in the fucking... Force Awakens. Look, here, here's the thing: if you're if you're a family who's going to go to that, then the family all is a fan of Star Wars. Right. It's not just your kid. You know what I mean? Like you're not dropping five thousand for the weekend because your kid, you know, likes Baby Yoda. No, like dad and mom have to have a they're good gonna time, be, right? And they're going to be fans, and they're going to want to go because they want to enjoy it just as much as their child because their child probably likes it for the fact that the parents are, are such fans of it. But and if the it kid was like if it was like it from 1500, there. 2000 or whatever, sure. sure, that's a little more palatable. And then maybe if you're not as big of a fan as the as the sequels. You know, you still want to go. You want to see what it's all about. You know, sure. build your own lightsaber, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Because you can stomach that amount of money. Yeah, you could, again, you could squirrel that money aside to have a vacation to do this once in a lifetime type of thing if that's what you were looking to do. Right. Sure. At, at 1000 or 1500 absolutely. Sure. Even if, it's the, even if it's the sequel trilogy, you'd still... You know, yeah, be they still okay had with the, the Millennium Falcon. Sure, you know, there's there was, still there was some a couple pieces. of things. Right, right. So you could do that, but at five thousand dollars, people were like, "No, and that's not, not an exaggeration. Like that's what it fucking right, that's cost. what it was for the weekend, and you couldn't leave. No, no, it's all inclusive right there. Right, it was a bizarre, yeah, like. It was that, a terrible idea anyway, it, yeah, but... It's just a... That was just a, one of the many failures, mm-hmm. I think. And that, that yeah. one is on Chapek. Oh, that yeah. one is. Absolutely. But but I think he was already handed, you know, a burning... Yeah, he... Again, th- this this was not something that was in was in good shape when he inherited it. This no. was and he, this I was don't a think he dying had the ability to like listen. Like I said, I think a better CEO may have been able to turn it around. Sure, maybe, maybe. But, you know, again, depending on, you know, what what your choices were, if if you were told to, you know, follow the message, follow the agenda, then I don't think any CEO would have been able to do anything. If you were a CEO that had your own thoughts and independently thinking and you decided to make changes how you see fit, 
Sure, then I think that CEO could have pulled this out with no well, problem. Because at the end of the day, if, if, if he had dug his heels in, it's going to come down to arguments in front of the board. Right. And I don't think he would have lost those arguments. Oh, I don't think so either. I mean, maybe maybe a few at the beginning until you, you saw right, the but results, at least, at least and he, then they would have listened. Right, but he would have... He would have already had his heels dug in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So right. he doesn't have to. It's it's not backtracking at that point. It's like, right. look, I fu- from day fucking one, I said, don't do this. Right. Exactly. So it's like, hey, I'll play ball. But if it fails, it's not on me. It's not on me. And right. maybe you'll listen. And I think that they would have after the first few failures. But he didn't. But he, he didn't, didn't do that. No, no, he, he, went, went, with he the flow. went with the flow. Right. And the flow caught the ship on fire. Right. And then, you know. Again, as we've said before, Iga came in it thinking he was the white knight that was going to turn things around. I just, I don't and know it's if, gotten like, worse, here's the thing. Way worse. I don't think Iger probably realized how bad it was. Well, he did because he was still on the board. Right. He was there. Right, he right. saw it all. He so, knew. Like, sort of, though. Because the thing is, is that he went from being day-to-day mm-hmm. to being, for all intents and purposes, retired. Sure, to a to a degree, you know, but he was still a part of the, the decision board. making. Like, he was cut, still pushing yeah, but, but, what he wanted done. But Chapik cut him out. I mean, he wouldn't even give up his office. I know, but Chapik cut him out of meetings and stuff. Oh yeah, of course, so that's what because I'm he was forced to because he wouldn't relinquish. Right, but what I'm saying is, is that he was probably privy, but I don't think he he probably had the full understanding of how bad yeah but i but i also think that he had his minions working against chapik to do his bidding well end of the day he you're right he did come in thinking he was going to be a white knight right and he's not because because, it's gotten 10 times worse since his return right because again he's such an egomaniac Mm -hmm. that he thinks that you know well, I had a couple home runs. I bought Fox, which he overpaid for. Well, well overpaid. Well overpaid. For. You know, I got Marvel, which he did good on that. Yep. Did good on Lucas. Yeah. But think about this, right? Lucasfilm is what? 11 years, I think it is. Yeah. Right? They turned profitability in year six. Right. Of, of the 11 years that they've owned it. Right. I guarantee now they're back to not profitable. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so, between all of the toys that didn't sell, right? that's the thing is like, you have to look at it f- from a bigger, it's yeah. not just the, when a movie fails, right? it's not just the movie, yeah. the t-shirts don't get sold, No, the toys don't get sold, you know, kids don't want the Halloween costumes, mm-hmm. like you're talking about billions right. Right. upon billions. The whole reason Luca, Lucas is considered such a genius is because he he negotiated the merchandising. Yeah, but it, you know, but even when I hear that, it took you six years to get profitable on Star Wars. Like that to me. And again, I'm not there. I don't know the ins and outs. So it just seems like how? Why did it take six years to finally become profitable with something that was such a massive cash cow at the time you bought it? And then you know, eleven years later, you're, you're, you're back in the red. You, right. You, th- this thing is dead. It's dead. You know, you there's yeah, nothing you could do I don't to, think to you even could, fix it. Right. I don't think you can fix this at this point. So, no. like, if you want to put out the acolyte and everything, go right ahead because we're n- no one's tuning in anymore. Right. I I, just, I want I want them to keep doing 
everything that they're doing. Yeah, you know, just because go ahead. I want to, you know, I, I want to see it all burn. I, oh, it's already. I burnt. love. I I love every failure. Yeah, you're getting the Schadenfreude now. Yeah, because it's like, you know, you you know, you know what you though? know what you're supposed to do, but you refuse. Here's the thing: is that I, you can tell that that the general public has turned mm-hmm. because there are articles coming out now from yeah. from other sources now that are shitting all Main, over mainstream right, media that are shitting on She-Hulk mm-hmm. and I read one the other day that was talking about how She-Hulk costs around 25 million, 25 million an, million an episode, episode which is as much or more than an episode of Game of Thrones which despite Regardless of how you feel about the ending, mm-hmm. that was a well put together production. Yeah. So if you said to me, Game of Thrones, with all its different sets and all the animations and all the costumes and the all of the big name actors that they had, was twenty five million an episode for sure. She Hulk should have been a million an episode, maybe. Right. Well. You know, we're about to get to the Marvels in, yeah. in a couple weeks. And they're trying. They but keep... did you hear what they just did to the ending? No, no. I'm well, not tapped into that. Well, it's out there. It's not... It. it I'm going to say it anyway as a spoiler because it's out there. Oh, no. It's not... So they, they went in... The, spoilers for the Marvels, guys. Right. They went in and did more reshoots. Of course. And at the end, they have Kelsey Grammer coming as Beast from the X-Men universe. For what? Because no, because they think that that's going to help. But how is it going to help? It's not going to fucking help. No, it won't because all, no one gives listen, a shit all because I it's heard such is, a failed all, universe. Yeah, oh, it's crazy. I, there was an executive the other day talking about how fucked they are with Kang because right. of Jonathan Majors but, is but fucked. The, but the thing is, my point being is, A, you, you just admitted this you, that you think this movie is is. A disaster because you just redid the ending just a couple weeks prior to it coming out. But the thing is, right, is that it, what Kelsey, like Beast, is going to walk through a portal and say something snarky? No. What ha- I guess supposedly at the end, Monica Rambeau gets caught in the multiverse. Naturally, she's going to get taken to uh, X Men Manor. Okay. Underground. Yeah. Beast is going to be there with her mother. Her mother is dead, but in that universe, she's not. She's not. Right. So this is going to be the multiverse of how to get the Fox X Men that, that eventually will lead to Deadpool, and then the, you know, with the and then they'll fix all whatever there. But the problem is that couldn't have come cheap to redo all that. No. And then you got to so, hire Kelsey Grammer. So you I are mean, you had a three hundred million dollar budget just go up more. For something that you think is going to save this movie, which there's no chance in hell but that's that the, that's, that's going to save thing, this movie. Is that, is that who is that for? It's for nobody because it's not, no one it's cares. It's not for me. No, no one. Because here's the thing. I'm done with Fox X-Men. Everybody's done with Fox X-Men. That there, There's it's no over. life to that. It's over. That's like five years ago five. that it happened. It came out like 20 years ago. No, I'm saying what the, what the fine, what was the final one? Logan. Right? What was that? 2017, 2017, yeah, right? Yeah, something like that. 2018, something. Yeah. So, I mean, again, it's been over for a while as far we're, as we're, like, the whole X-Men we're Fox universe. We're good. We're Listen, good. I was we don't fine, want it anymore. I was fine with Deadpool dipping. 
a to- you know, bringing people in for a minute. I'm okay with that. The only reason I care about that is because they're best friends, and I think it'll be funny them two playing off each other. Right, I That's agree. it. That's I, the only right. thing. I don't I don't ever want to see Hugh Jackman play Wolverine again. No, I after don't. this, like, it's got to stop right. now. I just think it's funny that I think the two of them together well, I mean, it's could been be a, it's been a comedy duo. It's been an ongoing joke for right. every movie, exactly. too. And so. I just think that it would. it's going to be funny to yeah. see the two of them ham it up. I, I agree. But so, I... I would, ra- but I wouldn't have minded if Hugh Jackman was Hugh Jackman in the movie and not Wolverine. Yeah, he just kidnapped I, him and yeah, like forced like him I to act like Wolverine. I would be happy to never see Wolverine that, again. That to me would be fucking way right. funny. I would think I would have preferred that. So, you know, that's crazy. Yeah. And then we have the fucking, you know, the fact that Snow White got delayed. They don't know what to do, so no. they delay it till twenty twenty five. Did you see the images? They put the image out. Oh, but here's the thing. The dwarves look like fucking dwarves. So so you had this big controversy and they still look like dwarves. What the fuck? Yeah, but they they look like they look thing stupid. of nightmares. They look stu- they're giant. They look stupid. Oh, it looks horrific. But, but my point to it is is when I saw the picture, mm-hmm. I was like, you fucking caused all this controversy for that? Right. They look like like they're dwarves. You look like you took the the animated seven dwarves. Oh yeah. And, like and, just and, pulled them right in. Yeah, and then just made them 3D. Because the thing is... A horrific 3D. The thing that's so funny to me is it looks like a cartoon. Right. It does it not does. look real. No, it, it looks horrible. And that's she, some of the worst CGI dress, ever. Her dress looks like something you could buy at the Disney store. Yeah. 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 It, it does. It's crazy. It does. But it, they pushed it till 2020. They have to. Well, they can't they, have rent, to. they can't reel her in. No. She's a psycho. No, she's she's doing such damage to the Hunger Games right now. Gina Carano just blasted her ass all over the place because she's out there because she got a, she got special permission to promote the Hunger Games prequel that she's in, right? His in and Gina Carano's like, "Hey, aren't you the same girl who the, you know, I have to spend you know, 18 hours in a princess dress and I should get paid. And I'm, you know, I'm here with my with my brethren. But all of a sudden you got special permission. But she's, the, a, she's but, just a grifter. But you what know? about all the guys and, and, and girls who, you know, hold the camera and, and hold the microphones and all those people that are losing their homes who didn't get those special permissions that you, you obnoxious, I, I, listen, arrogant it, piece of it shit. It comes out that she's horrible she's to work with. She's a horrible with. person. It comes out that she's terrible to work with. Yep. Like, she's just mean. Right. You know what the thing is? Is that she's a young woman mm-hmm. who thinks she has it all figured out. Right. And she has lots of money, so she's a quote-unquote success, so no one's going to tell her she's fucking wrong. Yeah, I, except for the fact that, you know... You're, you, you've you're been awful. In, but you've been in nothing but bombs in not the two even, movies not even that you've been in. nothing but bombs. You come across as a douchebag. But, you know, but again, it, if, if, you're, if, if you're Taylor Swift yeah. and, and you're beloved by the majority of the country and you're making millions upon billions of dollars. Yeah, and her, have, her, it, her movie came out against uh, Scorsese's and it yeah, beat it. Right. Like... If you if if that's you, I'd be like, I still think you're a, a douche, but you can you're back a, it up, right? This girl has nothing to back up the no, way she just acts. an arrogant attitude, right? And and the thing is, right? And we've seen this with like Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you're not, 
if you you know, if you're not going to come across as humble, mm-hmm. you better be the best fucking actor around right, town. Exactly. And if you're not, then we hate you. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of actors who come across as deplorable, but they can name some successes, and you can't argue with that. You can't. You got to say, well, yeah, they they were pretty good in that movie. But the thing is, is that even the deplorable actors aren't getting on the mic and lambasting the fans. No, you know no. they might be shitty yeah, running I'm around. I'm just saying they're shitty no, individuals. No, I know. I'm just saying. But like, you know, it's one thing to be shitty just running around being a shithead. Yeah. It's another thing to have have no no like you said no, nothing to really rest your your head on there's no yeah, you know no nothing and to then lambast the fans on top of that right yeah who the and, fuck are who, right. who are you right and 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 what and you're sitting there saying you you're owed this and you're owed that and it's like what have you accomplished that you're owed anything you're she lucky just, to have she a just job comes across as it just it seems exhausting. Yeah, like to be in her orbit. And I, and I don't think that. And I don't think that many directors and studios are going to want to work with no, her going no, no, forward no. because no. her career is going to be right. Very, her career very is going to be very. Yeah, she's going to be a flash in the pan if she's even a flash. And right. I don't even think that's going to so, happen. So you know, enjoy Hunger Games, enjoy Snow White, maybe, maybe. But see ya. Yeah, but and to, then now, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and 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 Blade. Oh, what, you, we got to talk dude. about. I, the debacle this is. I don't even know. It, like, here's the thing. Maybe it's for the best. Maybe. Just, just, you know, I, I, I don't know what else to say about it. But I mean, it. to sit there and say that the script was, you had, it was all women yeah. who were teaching life lessons. Right. And Blade was the fourth in line, just kind of in the background, reminding me kind of of The Witcher. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, same You go thing. sit over there, you know, and it's like, that's something you, but you paid a director, and I mean a writer, to write that, yeah. and, and, and you had a director, and you were going to start working, like, Feige was okay with it, and then See, but something changed. That to me doesn't make sense, because I was always under the impression that Feige loved Marvel. Yeah. So he does. Right. So I mean it, I'll give him that. Okay. Then what the fuck? Right. And only and and it's only because Mashallah Ali said was I'm gonna I'm, quit. Right. Because he's, he's he forced them to change it. Here's the thing. Even if Mashallah Ali isn't a fan of you know, Blade proper. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's important. Wesley Snipes, first sure. the first black super one mm-hmm. of the first superhero movies, really. Right. You know, and he wants to be a part of it, and the dude's a great actor, so he's right. going to do his research, mm-hmm. and he, he's going, this isn't fucking Blade. Right. But this isn't, but it's not only is it not Blade, but it's like, what do you, you think I'm really going to partake in? Like, I don't think that even if it wasn't Blade, he would have not wanted that movie. Like, but I'm going to sit thing. here in the background while these three women give life lessons? That, but that like, what? But, but what? Here's the thing. In the Wesley Snipes blade, right? Mm-hmm. We had that moment at the beginning with the mother dying and everything, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know there are very strong women in that movie. Sure, for sure, there there are. Mm-hmm. But it's not about life lessons; it's about stopping a vampire god. Right. 
Like that's what it's about. Yeah. And blade that's all it should be about. Yeah. That's all we want. Right. That's all we want. I don't want I don't want fucking life lessons from a vampire. Because the thing is you can't make blade in Marvel in the MCU. No, not you can't not make in what it. You, not in what you've created. Right. Like he he's not going to sit there quipping but, but, with but the vampires. The when you watch Werewolf by Night, mm-hmm. it doesn't fit in Marvel. Right. That's because that's because they gave this guy free full autonomy. Yeah. And because there was it, it was a low stakes thing. And like this is thing. just a special it's go the, for it's it. It's the best thing that's come out right. of Marvel in a long time. Absolutely it is. Because and most he, would because agree. It was hands off. Mm-hmm. It was cheeky. It was fun. There was no you know, again, there was a strong woman in that. Right, I mean, Elsa Bloodstone is a, a strong woman. She's, the in main, the, she's pretty much the main character, right? And 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 she is, you know, she has a big part in the Werewolf by Night. And it could even be a big part if you do the Midnight Suns. She could be, you know sure. what I mean? So and you, that would be cool. But you didn't have the message. What you had was an organic, entertaining, who deserved to be there because she belonged, right? And you told an entertaining story for that hour. Because you didn't have to fit it into it, the, the whole it, Marvel universe. You know, I say I say it doesn't belong in the cinematic universe, but I I let me recant that and say that to me belongs in phase maybe one or two. Sure, that I, I think it fits that tone fine. But you should have. But you should have started with Moon Knight, gone to Werewolf by Night, which could have led maybe into Blade. Than maybe into Ghost Rider. Right. Like, you you should have been running but parallel. But that's the thing is that instead of instead of making all of this garbage television, She-Hulk, mm-hmm. you know, eighteen Miss episodes Marvel. of fucking Daredevil. Yeah. You know, you you had the opportunity to to go a little more mature, mm-hmm. right? And at least capture the audience that might have been waning. Yeah. You know, because like. After Endgame, a lot of the people that grew up with it were like, well, you know, I I want something a little more mature yeah. now. Endgame was, in most in, in a lot of fans, the end. It was right. the endgame. Right. They, they, they said, my story for Marvel is now complete right. as a fan. Right. I'm going to move on to something I else. Just, I just think the way you could have kept that adult audience, because they went from being teens to adults, mm-hmm. right, in, right, in that 15 sure. years, was... To, to go a little more adult with the, right. you know, I'm not saying it has to be as dark as Daredevil on Netflix. No, but it doesn't you know, need to you go. Need to start but you could trending in that, you know, you should have you should have gone to where that, you know, where the line is with Netflix. Right. There was a certain line and then you and then Netflix crossed that line. Right. right? right. You could have gone up to that line and it would have been fine. And It would have been fine. And the thing is, is that you had already you had already kind of prepped your audience when you put the daredevil on disney plus right with the message Mm -hmm. hey this is mature right make sure you want to view mature stuff sure so you you were good right right there was no backlash on that right but you know the thing is you could you know that's the whole that's the whole problem right now is you could you didn't need everything to be about the multiverse right now you could be telling that saga and you could have been running parallel with something else multiverse Right, it's Zasloff right. is doing multiverse. Yeah. you know they forced multiverse into Mortal Kombat now. Like WB right. is all about the multiverse. Yeah, but and I, it fucking fails. Right. Every, it, it fails every time. It, there's not one place where it's worked. No, and I in in the thing is that 
everybody's going to start stopping it except Marvel. Oh, because they're so they're but, so bought into but it. They, think about it, right? Marvel, the multiverse is to 2027. That's crazy. Like, you, we have three more years of this multiverse. You know what's going to happen? Everybody else remember, has stopped it. Do you remember... Um, this is what I think is going to happen is we're going to get to a point of like the Joel Schumacher Batman's mm-hmm. and then Batman's disappeared for what? 20 years. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Sure. It's going to have to happen because you have to cleanse it. But the, we're getting, we're getting to that Joel Schumacher yeah, we level. Are. We are because the thing is you don't, you know, you're, you're in a panic mode right now. I, I mean, they're talking about canceling, you know, potentially canceling blade, Potentially canceling Thunderbolts. But here's the thing. Potentially if canceling you're not do Blade Ironheart. Right, cancel it. I think you should at this point. I think that there's so much negative press. Yeah, I don't think you can even I, get it made. I don't right. I don't think that you can get this movie made. I just think that you you end it. I mean Because the thing is, is that, you know, it's gonna be hard to get any more talent than you already have on there because it, it right. has the rep that it does. Right. And the, but the thing too is you haven't started it yet. I mean, this was a movie that was potentially coming out in this year. We got a logo. Right. And so you haven't even begun pre-production for this because of all the, you know, you have to keep scrapping it. So what are you what are we talking now? Where where is this going to fit in? I know that it says 2025, but you haven't started it yet. I can't yeah. see I, so how how, how right. are you going to get this out in 20 you you're going to do this in a year and a half? No, of course you're not. You're going to push it out to 2026 the, at this the point. The actors are still on strike. Right. And and again, if they don't if they don't come to terms this week, then the studio said it it gets pushed off till January. Right. So, so if, then if, you're talking about Everybody's going to cool off. Mm-hmm. Then you're going at it with, you know, fresh fire. Right. But the thing is, if if you're not going to start doing anything until January, potentially, then no. The, then a movie that hasn't even started yet isn't making 2025. That's no. 2026 at the earliest. At the earliest. But especially, if, you know, like, what is your plan? You're going to drop Snow White, Deadpool, Blade, all in the same fucking year? Yeah. Kind of like all the movies. You know, what do they drop? Eight to ten movies this year? You've oversaturated it, the market. Right. With all the Disney Plus shows right. on top of so, it. So, like, you you haven't learned anything. No. Now, before we before we cut this, I want to talk about one more thing. Sure. We've been pretty, pretty vocal about how we feel mm-hmm. about Disney. Yes. And... I, I feel like we try to keep it pretty balanced, yeah, you know? Like, we try. It, it, it's not... It's not screaming from either side of the aisle it's just right. look we like these stories and these characters and mm-hmm. when you bastardize them we get upset it's sure. no deeper than that right now south park yeah they uh eviscerated here's the thing south park is it matt matt parker and trey stone or matt yeah that's who they are um trey parker and matt stone Correct. i should say yeah. excuse me those guys are are geniuses. Sure. I mean, Absolutely. through and through. Sure. Right? And they've been doing this for coming up Very on, long on 25, 30 years yep. or something. Yep. Absolutely. And the, the amount of experience and the amount of lawyers that look over this kind of stuff, they're not going to put something out that's going to get them in trouble. Right. Of course. They know the game at this mm-hmm. point. 
they were brutal. Brutal. On the Pandaverse special. It was from the beginning, Mm -hmm. you know. But it's, you know, but it's everything that every fan has been saying. South Park was able to take all the fans and 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 say and give it a voice but in, the, in a yeah. large, large and audience. And the thing is, is that I feel better when that South Park did it because I'm like, all right, I'm not on the wrong side of this because no. it's I've always like I've watched South Park since I was a kid. Yep. And I've always been in line with who they were making fun of because mm-hmm. I'm always like, yeah, they're a fucking joke. Sure. Of so course. for them to go at Disney as hard as they did, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, so and so, specifically Kathleen Kennedy. Oh, they they were. I mean, they mer- merciless. They they were merciless against her, and 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 they they're not wrong in anything that they said. It's a hundred percent true. They're, it's lazy storytelling of we're gonna we're gonna just race swap gender swap tell the same story over and over again we're gonna just keep on hey what do you got we're gonna redo this one yep i mean again they just made the announcement even though it has been confirmed that they want michael b jordan to star in the live action remake of hercules right and it's like here again we we're we're told oh we're gonna quiet the culture war everything that has been announced since that comment has been Disney 101. Well, like, what, like, are you going to go, like, a Hamilton sort of route with that, or what's the plan on that? No, just a live-action remake of the cartoon. That's it. Is he going to, like, sing and everything? I I don't know about that. I'm not sure. See, see, because, like, we can can pick it apart. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, aside from the fact that Hercules was from Greece. Right. Just taking that off the table. Sure, yeah. He was, and even looking at, again, it makes perfect sense because Disney's playbook is, if you're a redhead, buckle the fuck up. Right, because yeah, you're, you're gone. You're, not only are you gone, you're going to be replaced with, an, with, a, with a black person. Right. That's all right. they do is they take redheads and yeah. switch them out right. with black people. And this is, you know, and again, this is what South Park made crystal clear. Like, that is how lazy these executives are. That's all you do. You keep doing it over and over again. You know, you're pandering. You try to pander to everybody, but you please nobody. There's nobody that you're pleasing. All of your, you know, flop after flop, the financial situation that you're in is all because you pander continuously by doing the same lazy just race swap and gender swap, retell the same story, just do it that way. And it's Here, not here's working. The thing. Let, let me give you an example real quick of, of something I thought Disney did well. Okay. You remember a uh, little, little set of movies called Pirates of the Caribbean? I do. Caribbean. The, the Caribbean. Yeah. yeah, the Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. Uh, Kira Knightley's character, Elizabeth Swan, mm-hmm. right? In the first one, she was kind of the damsel in the distress love yeah. interest. But the third fucking movie, she was the pirate she was, king. Yeah. Yeah, she, but but yeah. but there was a journey, right, of her getting there. It wasn't. It wasn't in the first movie. She goes, "I'm tired of being a damsel in distress. I'm now a pirate king." No, she yeah. she went through trauma and adventure. Right, but she, you know, but 
she also, you know, swindled her way through it to do it. Right. Right. I mean, she it was wasn't the, she was the best man she, for the job. Right. She didn't just she didn't just walk up and say, yeah, I'm the pirate king now because I'm the best because around. I'm the best. And there's and, and there's nobody to tell me otherwise. No, she no. swindled her way. Right. She was she truly earned. The she, pirate king. she went on the journey of how to become a and, pirate. And here's the thing. Like like the movies are not right. Mm-hmm. That right there is one of the strongest role. You know, that's a strong female lead in a in a power role mm-hmm. and she nails it right yeah and, and there's 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 love between her and will and you can have that because it's fucking normal right you know and she's still the pirate king mm-hmm. so so you can have yeah you can have it all right but you have to do it right yeah yeah absolutely it's I mean, just it's just crazy yeah. man and, i don't know and good for good for those guys for like yeah yeah, they, I, I want to see more. Yeah, they uh, they they definitely you know they definitely put it out there of what the the audience and the fans are continuously saying, and it's like this is this should be the wake up call. Well, I think it ha- it, I think it has to be. It has like, to Disney's be. Disney's going to go after them because they're stupid. Sure, but I think I think for them to do this mm-hmm. right, especially with what their show is, I think it's. And it's not what it was, but right. it still is. It's big. still relevant, right? So for them to kind of dig their heels in and say, "Enough," mm-hmm. I think that is a, that is it. Doesn't get any clearer than that, right? Exactly. And they're speaking for the masses. Absolutely. So, All right. Well, with that, let's put this one to bed. Absolutely. Uh, Jim, as always, yeah. enjoy having you on here. Yeah, for uh, sure. What do you got going on? Working hard, working hard, trying to trying to. Uh, con- continue to uh finalize uh chapter two of eva uh my uh my comic and still trying to make sure we get the art out every single week so yeah i caught again, that witch i like yeah that. you like yeah. that one yeah that's a broomhilda old Bro- yeah old school sunday morning comic strip yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah check right. out the uh the socials if you want to uh catch the artwork every week all right guys so that's episode 78 of the corner you know where we're at CatalystCrafting.com is the main website. Catalyst Creations NH is the Etsy store. Sold uh, sold something to the historian of the strange. Nice. Yeah, it nice. was cool. He reached out, so yeah. we talked to Very him a little cool. bit. Very um, cool. But what do you guys think? I mean, have you seen have you seen Creepshow? Have you seen Creepshow 2? I think it stops there. I don't think you go Creepshow 3. No. Creepshow 2, I like it. Yeah. Thanks for the ride, lady. It's right, creepy. Right, Yeah. You know, it's got uh, Joe Hills in it. Mm-hmm. You know, nice. You like it. Um, are you a fan of The Thing? Do you think that Keith David's character at the end is The Thing? He is. Come on. He's drinking the fucking mm. gasoline. He's got to be. Yeah. Or is it Kurt Russell? I don't know. John Carpenter knows. He, he's the only one. He knows. Uh, have you seen Five Nights at Freddy's? Are you, are you a fan of it? Do you think they did justice to the game? Um, would you like to see more games kind of brought to the silver screen that are true to the source or do you want to go to the Pandaverse um, what are your thoughts on Disney do you think that it is a, a ship that's sinking and they're just gonna let it sink and sell it off do you think they're gonna be able to salvage it let us know in the comments all right crew we'll catch you on the next one